Hey guys, thanks for listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole. Just really quick before this episode gets started, um, we just ask that you would uh, like and subscribe and follow their podcast, um, How to Money with Cole and Cole. Also, um, share it with a friend maybe uh, who might find this podcast interesting. Also, if you could just give uh, the CFG guys a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to, they'd greatly appreciate that. It helps them get the word out and helps their podcast continue to grow. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. This podcast is produced by Spin Market and Digital. Welcome to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. We coach people every day on their money and how to plan for the future. As financial advisors, we're here to have an honest conversation and educate you on investing, retirement, and everything in between. And we'll throw in some sports talk along the way. Our mission and goal of this podcast is to improve your money journey and help you create the financial life you deserve. So let's talk money. And sports. Welcome back to How to Money with Cole and Cole. I am Bailey Ashbrook, investment advisor representative at Central Financial Group, and I am back in Iowa. Yeah, welcome back. I'm glad to have you back. Uh, Cole Peterson, investment advisor representative and I've never watched so much women's college basketball in my life. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Clap and, hands. Uh, Clap yeah, hands. my girl. We went to the uh, to the game to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Iowa. Yeah, we were there too. Uh, me and my family, and it was uh, it was awesome. Cole Jasky, financial advisor. Uh, yeah, I guess my uh, you know, we're talking college basketball. My championship pick. I know we all suck in the bracket bracketology thing here, but Purdue lost to a 16 seed, one seed, yeah, 16 seed. Right so I was like, well, I'm out. I you text the group, and I literally, yeah. as I lost, I'm like, Cole J. Woo. Yeah. Terrible. Out right away. I hadn't been watching those games. And uh, so I get the text, and I pull up the scores, and I was like, oh my word, did that actually? It was crazy. But mm-hmm. uh, Caleb Westall, producer of How to Money with Cole and Cole, uh, digital designer at Spin Market. Go Hawkeyes. Yeah, let's talk about Herstory. Cole hates that. Herstory. You never heard that? It's her. I had not heard that until this morning. Caitlin Clark. Yeah. That 40-point triple-double. Are you kidding me? Never done. The best part is they're like, there's never been a 30-point triple-double. And then she said, hold on, I'm going to make it 40 points. There's never been a 40-point triple-double in the tournament by a man or a woman. woman. Or a 30-point. Bailey's so giddy right now. Oh my gosh! She's, she's I told my vacation, sister vacation high. Caitlin Clark high. Like it was great too because we had no kids, no responsibility. We sat outside at the Airbnb at Cole's Airbnb, swam and watched basketball TV, and sat in the hot tub. I'm like, this is what dreams are made of. Yep. Yeah, that's a good setup for uh, the TV situation. Yeah. She's she's one of those players that you don't realize how well she's doing until they actually throw the stats up. Like all of a sudden, yeah. uh, it was before halftime, and it was she had 21 points and seven assists, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, I thought she barely ever scored. She almost scored. had the double-double in the first half. It's incredible how much she's grown too because they've talked about like her emotion. She's done like, emo- she has like an emotional coach, which is like she would get too high and emotional. You can her tell freshman. She's, she's, still she's, got, like, she's pretty animated. She said, yeah, but she still. said this mm-hmm. is the calmest she's ever been. And I was just like, I want to come back and be you. I want to <laughs> be you someday. The only other player I remember doing, and you guys, you know, I you know, age my age here. again, Date. is Kevin Durant. All of a sudden, he would be playing for Texas, and he'd have 32 yeah. points and 26 rebounds. You're like, what? Yeah. And yeah, he made it really. I, yeah, I he watched made it a lot look of easy. Yeah. yeah. He yep. made it look easy, and that's what she does. It's crazy. She's the only player, too, to have 900 points and 300 assists in a season. Like, she is making stats Nuts. that no man or woman have ever done in college basketball. Yeah. And we were talking about this prior. She's going to, she has two more years if she wants and she, the amount of money. Yeah. She doesn't making. get NBA money, which uh, that that's, so why would you not stay get NIL money? 
She's got four. I mean, she's got four major sponsors. Yeah, she, Hy-Vee. Hy-Vee, Buick, cool. Nike, Nike, and... I'm missing one. Goldman. Yeah. Goldman Sachs. Sachs. Yeah, she's crazy. It. It'll be a really tough game Friday, but like me and my sister were talking about just to get to the final four is incredible. It's like people don't understand how hard that is in itself. If there's one team that has a chance against South Carolina, I think it's Iowa. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. The Iowa-South Carolina game, I'm going to guess, will be the most watched game of the men's or women's tournament. Yeah, yeah. it's like the championship game. Yeah, be cool. Awesome. We could have a whole podcast on on the Iowa on Clark. Hawkeye. Everyone's women. talking about her. She's trending on Twitter. Yeah. Every every the major sports announcer. Yep, yeah. it's amazing. Cool. All right. Great for the state of go Iowa. women's basketball. No, I love it. What was that, Cole? P. It's like go it? women's basketball. Who do you got? Who's gonna win it all? Iowa. Duh. <laughs> I win. It's tough. South yeah. Carolina statistically will win. Like they're the better. Like overall, their their bench is way better than Iowa's. Okay, let's go on. All right, we got. <laughs> what do we got going on today, Baylor? We got a special special guest, Fort Dodge local entrepreneur, killing his game in the electric. Or how would I say that? Electrical. Electrical business. Electrical yeah. business. In the electrical business, Todd Baker's going to join us. I'm excited. Yeah. Entrepreneur uh, started from uh, started from his car, I believe. We'll talk to him about that. But uh, yeah, we're really excited to have Todd on, and he's going to talk a little bit about uh, how he built his business and uh, you know all the struggles and the great things that come along with that. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's have him on. All right, we're excited. We got the one and only Todd Baker. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. First uh, podcast experience, right? Yep, yep. Todd, tell our listeners, who are you? What's your background and how'd you get started? Well, like you said, my name's Todd Baker. I um, graduated in Fort Dodge, St. Edmund, 99. Um, went to electrical school at Iowa Central. Um, took my first job at uh, Pioneer Hybrid in Mount Pleasant, Iowa as an electrician. Um, was dating Amanda Clark, which is now my wife, Amanda Baker. And yeah, there you go. All kinds of Fort Dodge yeah. guys. Yeah. Yep, yep. She's uh, definitely from across the street. Great, great woman. Um, she got, honestly, got a little homesick down oh, in Mount she's Pleasant. she's in Mount Pleasant with you? Okay. Yep. Um, so we moved back. Um, when I got back from Mount Pleasant, I took a job as an electrician for Pella Windows in Story City. Commuted from Fort Dodge to Story City for five years. Um, and during that time, I had gotten my electrical license, um, and Amanda's dad, Todd Clark, was building houses um, in Fort Dodge. So I started kind of moonlighting uh, for Todd on the side while I was working at Pella Windows. Todd was moonlighting for Todd. Yeah, Todd that's and awesome. Todd. Todd and Todd. That's, that's another <laughs> hey, podcast. next podcast. How bro. to moonlight with Todd and Todd. <laughs> I love it. So you own Baker Electric. Yep. Tell the tell the listeners how big Baker Electric is. How'd you get it started? What, what decided you to inspired you to start your own business? Yep. So great question. So essentially I was at Pella windows, you know, working happily working as electrician and moonlighting on the side. It was, it was excellent. Well, Pella windows came to us and said, Hey, we're going to close factory. Um, so they decided to close the factory off of, um, off the interstate there in, in story city. And at that time I thought, well, I'm not quite ready to start my business yet, but it, it got me really thinking that this needs to happen. I took a job at Vera Sun, which is now Valero. I worked there for eight months and I had uh, one, one afternoon, I, I walked into the maintenance shop at Vera Sun, opened up my toolbox and I had these yellow sticky notes all over my toolbox that were jobs that I had to, I had to get to um, on the side. I thought, 
I'm going to try this. So I went home. I told Amanda, I said, hey, I'm going to quit my job. And she <laughs> said, <I was> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, she was like, no, you're not. <laughs> you know, because electrician. Whoa, she's probably yeah. like, wait a second. Let, let's talk about this. Yeah, because she didn't. She was babysitting some kids. Nothing real serious. So I definitely was the breadwinner, obviously. And so, you know, being an electrician and then moonlighting was a decent income for, right. for, for, mm-hmm. for Fort Dodge, yep. Iowa. She was against it at first. I kind of, I said, honey, if it doesn't work, electricians. They'll take me back. Yeah, they'll take me back. And I tried it. And a few months into it, I hired my first guy. Uh, A year into it, Tate and Lyle closed down. So I hired my brother, who's an electrician from Tate and Lyle. So he joined our team. And then quickly, we were hiring probably two to four electricians a year for 10 years. Wow. What year What year was this, Todd, that you started the, where you went to Amanda and said, you know, we're going to go out on my own? It was July 2nd of 2008. He knows was, the was, day. Was my, tough, tough time, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, that's an interesting time of, uh, to, yeah. to be starting a business in 08. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, does, uh, do you guys ever have, I'm sure you guys have you and Amanda talk about this this time. So I'm sure she's uh, pretty happy now. Yeah, yeah they don't. Yeah. She doesn't regret it, that. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say it, it's high risk, high reward. And Cole and Cole can speak. They kind of had the same thing. Like Cole P told molly the same thing like hey i'm quitting principal we're moving home i have no insurance no plans but i'm gonna it's it's just so cool when people take that risk yeah did you did you have kids at the time i I, can't i had three young kids you had three okay they were like eight six and four wow (laughs) so it was your situation is almost exactly like mine yeah and the kids might have been a a hair younger but but it was they were right in there um so yeah it was it was quite a quite a deal and like I said, the first, you know, 10 years we grew to about 40, 50 guys. And then after that, we, we kind of transitioned to some larger jobs getting out of the Fort Dodge area. Um, and yeah, today we employ 89 guys and, uh, it's, uh, it's busy. That's awesome, man. And you're a huge asset to, to Fort Dodge community. And one thing, uh, you know, I want to ask you is, is, and we're always talking about this with, you know, our businesses and things that we run is the, you know, culture and, and people you employ, but talk a little bit about, you know, how you've been able to grow to 89 employees and some of your guys and maybe some of the things you've done that, or you feel like that have attributed uh, to you to, to get to this point. Yeah. Um, another great question. So essentially what, what I kind of thought of it or realized, I should say, you know, four or five years ago is, Hey, this is too much for one guy. I I can't govern everything and be in charge of everything. So I knew that, for instance, my brother was wanting to kind of get out of the day-to-day electrical. And he's such an excellent kind of office guy. I thought, man, he could be a project manager. And so I started down the track of, I need a few project managers. It's always tough because you're taking then some of your top guys from the field and putting them into the office. So on paper, it doesn't feel real comfortable. <laughs> when yep, we're, we're, we're looking at these non-billable hours, yeah, you know, the highest of, paid, people, uh, yeah, highest paid yeah. guys, yep. right? Right. Uh, but what I realized is that it's worth it because you can you can take Todd Baker and and kind of divide him into four and and have the same you know, leadership in, in governing style with these other guys. So we were able to sustain the growth in a positive way because we have these project managers that can field questions and do quality control and work on efficiency and material purchasing and just stuff that one guy can't do with honestly 50 guys, let alone, you know, there's been times we've been over a hundred. 
So I love yeah. that. I love how you trusted people. And I think that's a big thing for people in your shoes to trust them to take the next business to the next step. Yeah. And, and just to touch on that in full disclosure, it's obviously pretty easy to, to trust your brother. Right, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't and, know. Well, and, some people wouldn't yeah. say that. And <laughs> one of our other project managers is Josh Baker, who has been a lifelong friend of mine for, for not related, right? Not, not yeah. related, oh, okay. uh, yeah, but so. a great friend since say junior high. And then another one is Dave Ryle, who I ended up graduating with and what I, a phenomenal, you know, I think you need, that was. you need to give yourself, you know, some credit, credit too, because I, I one hired you guys as to do yeah. work. And I, I know a lot of your team and, um, there's a culture different. I mean, we work with a lot of businesses and there's a culture difference and that's, you know, that's a leadership thing, you know, so. And leadership know, goes, it goes yeah. down, you, right, know? you know, so if, if they see you leading correctly and leading the way that you're supposed to be doing, then it goes down to them and they lead the, you know, the same way, just like, you know, bad leadership happens that way and too, fortunately too, but, but obviously yours is the other, the other, uh, end of the spectrum. So. Yeah. And as we know, cause we're from Fort Dodge Baker, they're just, you guys are killing it. So what do you think sets you apart from other people in the industry? You know what? I think there's a lot of, you know, good electricians out there, obviously. Um, I think one of the things that sets us apart is, is really a, a couple different things is number one, kind of our size. You know, if there's a lot of people that have reactive needs, so they, they pick the phone up and bam, they expect an electrician to be there today. If we told everybody who called our office, it's going to be two weeks, half of the people would call somebody else and, and I don't blame them. So we're able to react to emergencies very easy. Um, again, we have all the project management in place to take care of the larger jobs and, and see if, if something isn't up to our standards, we're going to tear it out and we're going to redo it. And, and that's on us. You know, we're not going to pass that cost on to our clients. So we really believe in just providing the best service for the cheapest price. Um, and, and that's really what we've kind of built upon in it. And it's, it's working. That's awesome. Can you discuss a recent project you guys have accomplished over at Baker? Yeah. So um, in, in kind of the Fort Dodge area, I think one of our bigger projects that we're, we're literally just putting the little cherry on top right now is the new calcium products facility um, there east of town. That was, uh, you know, five million plus job electrical. Um, and it, it went off without a hitch. We were able to give the, the owner the building on time so he could start making the product to get on the fields um, in, the, in the early springtime. How long, so, how long is that? Like, what's a like, big project like that, the duration yep. of the project? So normally that would have been about a year and a half job. But the client came to us or the owner came to us and said, hey, a year and a half is not going to work. We need to figure this out. So instantly we get our team together. We brainstorm. We come up with this. We're like, hey, the grounds froze right now. It's January of 22. So last year. Yep. So instead of waiting for the ground to thaw, we went ahead and rented big excavators and we ripped that frost right out of the ground, oh, wow. teamed up with Jensen Builders. They were said, hey, just rip it out. And instead of putting ground back in, essentially, they ended up filling it full of rock. Um, so when they put all that concrete back in, there was no, uh, compaction settling yep. issues. So that saved us about two and a half months right there. Cause again, we're starting in January. Normally the, the frost is coming out about now. So yep. about first of April. Um, so that, that was huge for us. And then outside of that, we just staffed it accordingly. Um, and guys worked 50, 55 hours and we, we handed the keys over to the, to the owner in, in late, late, late November, early December. That's great. That's, that's awesome. And, and, uh, you know, doing projects in the Fort Dodge area, obviously what you built your business on, 
Um, you know, I know you guys have expanded outside where you do do business, you know, down in the Des Moines area and, and other places. Um, but your, your, your main business still focuses around the Fort Dodge area. So tell, so talk about how having a community like Fort Dodge to be able to network your business and, you know, a lot, a lot of Fort Dodge is not what, you know, it's who, you know, um, you know, what, you know, is a lot of electrical business and you, you do a good job, but t- talk a little bit about, you know, how growing your business in Fort Dodge. Yeah. So you know, when you, when you, when you grow up in Fort Dodge and then graduate, you know, from Fort Dodge, of course, we've all got, you know, families and friends that, that we're close to and then relatives. And so that obviously, you know, helps get your foot in the door with some of your closer friends and families. Um, And then it's really just kind of up, you know, to Baker Electric to, to retain those clients. Um, So starting off, you know, yeah, there was, you know, quite a few people who knew us, you know, being born and raised here and would definitely give us a shot, you know, and use us. And, you know, we've done a great job. So we've not only, you know, kept those clients, but then they've tell their friends and friends and it, it, it really helps. It's one of the things where it's a smaller community. So if you're doing a good job, it's great. And boy, you don't, you don't want to do a bad job, no, it, you know? Yeah. So, um, again, we're, I acknowledge this and that's one of the reasons why we try hard, you know, to, to, to do the right things. And, and of course we all make mistakes, right? But when we do, we learn from them and we learn from them from a team, you know, I'll say 95% of the mistakes that are made every year, we have a company wide meeting. um, And we try to have that a few times a year, but for sure, once a year, and we address all the stuff um, in in those meetings. And we also have a company newsletter that we that we address these issues. So um, yeah, so the networking, you know, it's been good for us for sure. Right. Yeah. Is the Christmas party as crazy as Jasky Trucking's Christmas party? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in full disclosure, we had a Christmas party for the first, you know, 10, 12 years. And we've, we've kind of gotten away from it just because it's the size. And then it's, yeah, you know, what from outside venue, the area yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is. Yeah. I'll say this though. It sounds like your guys's work speaks for itself and your extreme ownership in that. I want, it sounds like you guys really know, and we talk about this, taking the time to execute your processes. Like, I feel like it's so easy just to stay busy and be like, we got to take these calls. We got to yeah. take these calls. But it sounds like you guys really take the time to make sure you're doing it right. How do you communicate those values to your employees and how they really believe in that? How do you think you did that? You know what? I, I think that's probably one of my largest responsibility still is that I take the time to call and communicate with all of our job foremen, all of our journeymen, anybody leading a project I talk to on at least a every other day to a weekly basis. So I communicate with them through phone calls and, and on the job visits that, hey, this is this is the expectations and we need to deliver. Um, and luckily, I've got a team of excellent guys who buy into that wholeheartedly. I that's love awesome. that. It's like yeah. it's, it's like you're the Caitlin Clark of the electricity business. You got your team bought in. Don't make him blush. Here. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we, we do need to, just before I forget, Todd's been to Augusta and the Masters coming up. So we're going to talk about that experience briefly when we come back. So. For sure. This podcast is produced by Spin Market and Digital. Located in Fort Dodge, Iowa, Spin Market's highly skilled team can help you increase your market by updating your website, improving SEO, designing advertisements, and producing podcasts that will grab the attention of your market. Contact Spin Market today for all your digital marketing needs at digitalagent at spinmarketwith2ks.com or call us at 515-302-8026. And to learn more, visit our website at www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. That's digitalagent at spinmarket.com. 
or 515-302-8026 or visit our website www.spinmarketwith2ks.com. All right, welcome back. Let's do a little dollars and cents. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, Cole Peterson, contributions. When's yeah. the deadline? So April 18th, so typically it's tax day, which is April 15th. I think that falls on a Friday or a Saturday. It's a so Saturday. it's April. Yeah, it's April 18th this year. So you have to have your IRA contributions in by April 18th. Uh, so IRA contributions last for, for 2022. So not for 2023. Obviously, we got plenty of time for that. But uh, for 2022, you have to have them in by April 18th. Uh, last year, the max you could do for a Roth IRA or traditional IRA, if you're under the age of 50, was $6,000. If you're over the age of 50, it's $7,000. So there's a $1,000 catch up in there. Um, also, SEP IRAs for business owners. Like, Todd, I'm, Ta-da. you don't do SEP IRAs anymore, but SEP IRAs for small business owners, typically. Um, the contribution deadline is also April 18th. 18th. Those, num- those numbers are going up for... For 2023, so we got a little more bump. We'll talk about that next next time. Yeah, yeah. So we got a little more wiggle room uh, coming up to the 2023 year, and then SEP IRAs the max. It's 25 percent of your gross income, um, and there is a dollar amount max too. I think I believe it's 55 thousand. I don't have that number uh, directly. We'll fact, with we'll you. fact check him and yeah, correct it but, next, uh, next podcast. If you have a contribution like that, uh, definitely let us know and we can help you out with it. Um, and we don't can get you wait. All, yeah, don't wait till April 18th at 4:30 like uh, three people did last year that came in my office it's great it's great we want you to contribute but just, right <laughs> but i was like oh my god so what cole p is saying is your 22 contributions you still got time yep 22 yep still got some time there. all right i want to hear you guys geek out a little bit about golf since i geeked out this yeah, morning yep. about basketball <laughs> masters is coming up uh next week right but best time of the year i think oh. all right no it's, the weather's not unfortunately normally the weather's a little better so you're playing we're playing a lot a little more golf by the time the Masters is coming on but is it uh, always easter weekend I don't know. Because that's what it is next week, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. That like is that's right. So, well, uh, you know, our, our guest here, we were talking about this a little off mic, but you, you've been to, uh, been to Augusta to the, so to the Masters, right? I have. It was spectacular. In 2018? Yeah, or believe, no, 2017, yep, the I year before two, Tiger won. Correct. Yep. And you went to Tuesday practice round. Yep. It was also on Easter weekend. So, I don't again, I don't know if it's every yeah, weekend. It but must we, be. I, it must be. I don't know. I asked my wife, hey, do you mind if I go? And so I kind of dipped out of Easter Sunday. <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and yeah, we flew down there to Augusta. And man, it was absolutely awesome. Did you just go to Tuesday or did you go to more than, did you go to add the actual tournament or just the Tuesday it, practice Just round? the Tuesday practice round. And then we golfed off-site um, on Monday and Wednesday. Oh, nice. So we, we kind of had a golf trip with Tuesday being at Augusta. Yeah, it's awesome. Like what dream. was your favorite? What was your favorite part about being on? You you hear about like all the stuff like the foods, like the cost has stayed the same. They have a yep. lot of like odd traditions that are not odd, it, but just the same thing they've been doing for a hundred years. Very true. So they they all their all their food is is very affordable. I thought one of the coolest things that that I didn't expect is when you go in the pro shop and you do some shopping and get your master's apparel, they box it up for you and ship it home. Wow. So That's you, you don't awesome. have to lug it around That's the cool. course or run it back out to your car or anything like that. They just, you I've buy what you that. want, 
they they ship it right home for you. That's because you've never been there. Nice person. <laughs> I, know. I know. I know. I know. It's yeah. on the list. Yeah. So I'm getting there at some point. Did you for know sure. back in uh, 2008 when you started this business, you'd be hanging out, going to golf tournaments, living the life? Absolutely not. Mm. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, we <laughs> Especially always, not 2008. We 2008 was yeah. a tough time. So. I just want to touch on this, and I know the guys have a qu- couple questions, but we hear this last. Oh, it must be nice. Like, oh, I wish I could have that. And I think people really forget like how risk and, I mean, I'm sure your wife back then was like, we're not doing Like, just to oh. take that risk and then to build a team to get to this point. It is so much hours and work and time and dedication. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't so come. Kudos. Yeah. Thank you. So that kind of goes into my question was going to be, you know, what, what have been your biggest challenges, you know, start back in 08, you know, obviously we're going through the recession. Um, did that really hit the electrical business or was that not, it sounds like you had a bunch of jobs lined up anyway, yeah. so it wasn't, uh, but I'm sure you had challenges, so I'll let you take it. So. Yeah. So the, the recession itself didn't affect us. Um, we were a younger, smaller company back then. So getting, you know, the work wasn't, wasn't an issue. The, the biggest issue for us is that when you, when you go to a self-employment, you know, the banks don't want to look at you or work with you for at least the first two years. And that's the first two completed years, right? They Proof want to of see, concept. They want to yeah. see the concept working. Um, yep. So there was a few times where, you know, the, when you have great relationships with some of these people, I can get a job done and then knock on your door the next day or that night and say, Hey, here's my bill. You'll pay me. Um, that, that was about the first year. Then it got to, Hey, we're mailing them out like everybody else. And we got to have a 30 day, at least, you know, net, um, return. So finance in my accounts receivable was by far the biggest challenge because we were growing and we were growing like mad. Um, so to be able to fund your business, you know, with three young kids at home and, and not being able to walk into a bank and get an operating note or, or any type of help, honestly, was my biggest challenge by far. Um, there was weeks where my brother, like I mentioned, worked for me. I couldn't pay him. And I'm like, hey, Dan, are you okay not getting paid this week? And he was like, yeah, I know you'll get me. And, and so that was really cool. But that financially is is by far the biggest struggle uh, f- for us. I got to so, try yeah. that with Bailey sometimes. No, such, a flaw, such a flawed um, uh, concept, though. It stinks. So that is the hard thing with banks. Even when you're younger, you know, trying to get a mortgage and everything, when you're when you're trying to get started is the hardest when it is. And you have nothing at right. that point. You know, it's like it's such a it, makes it hard to versus the established people. You can go anywhere and get, you know, capital easy. It's It's such a kind of backwards yeah. concept at times. It makes it tough to, to for someone to start a business. It, it is. And we, we kind of joke about it now. You know, when yeah. you need a bank, they're not there for you. And when you don't need them, they're coming out of the woodwork. That's the truth. So I, I gotta, I'm going to shift, you know, shift topics a little bit. And I know, you know, you know, like all of us, we have special causes, things that we, you know, appreciate doing outside of work. Obviously we all live, you know, we're, we're in our businesses and employees and things there, but talk about some of the things that are maybe special to you and Amanda, you know, maybe locally or things that, that you guys are involved in. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm a Ford Dodge guy, right? So I don't care if it's, you know, Ford Dodge senior high or St. Edmund. Yep. I love Ford Dodge. I support, you know, both schools, both communities. I, I, I'm big Ford Dodge wrestling fan. Yep. Um, so, you know, that being said, I, you know, there's a lot of passion, for, for the school that I graduated from. Right. I mean, it, you know, my grandma graduated from there, both my mom and dad graduated from there. So I've been able to give back to, you know, St. Edmund and I served on the board uh, for six years and I was actually the school board president for, for a year. Those are thankless positions too. So those are tough tough positions to be in. Yeah. It's, 
it quite honestly, there's a lot of time there. And, and as we know it, you know, it doesn't pay the bills, you know? Okay. So, um, so that's, that's really one thing. And then I, you know, I've served on the electrical technology uh, committee advisory board at Iowa central. Um, I coached all my kids growing up. And I think that from a donating standpoint has been my, my biggest, uh, you know, kind of reward, I guess, is being able to coach my kids. Yeah. I, yep, it's awesome. I coached, you know, football. I coached girls basketball. I Woo! coached, you know, girls soccer. Yeah, you a little like bit, that? A little, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yep. So that I love that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All right, Todd, it's been so great talking with you and hearing your story and super inspiring. Tell me this: if you could give anyone advice, just wanting to take that next step, that next leap of the entrepreneurial, owning your business, taking the risk, what would you tell them? Well, I, I definitely think it starts with dedication, hard work, and never being complacent. You you have to wake up every day and feel like someone's going to take your plate of food from you. And if you don't have that, you know, it's going to be a tough road. I love that. That's awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, thanks thanks again for being on. Uh, your your story inspires me. I, I you know, we're all entrepreneurs here, but uh, at the same time, I love hearing other people's story. It's it's uh, best part of our job. Yeah, we get to we get to hear hear people's stories. Right, right. Well, so, thank you for having me. I I appreciate it. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, make sure you watch Friday night, Go South Carolina, Hawks. Iowa. Do we know the time? Eight p.m. Eight p.m. The okay. second game. The second game. Uh, game before time. that, LSU, Virginia Tech. Okay, well, whoever wins will get beat by the other team, I think, in the final. But yes. um, And then the men are on Saturday. We didn't even talk about those teams because they're all kind of weird teams that Crazy. no one expected to be there. But um, those are on Saturday So, Cole P., you're telling me you're focusing on the women's games right now? I just want to – I am too. Yeah. I'll be honest I love it. it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Big Kaylin Clark fans I'm in my all house. in. I'm all yeah. in. And don't forget, uh, May 4th, Money and Margaritas. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Open yeah. to the public, you Todd. Be there, Todd. We're going to just talk about investing. It's going to be a good time and have a special guest speaker. And that's open to Fort Dodge. Bring a friend and a DJ, DJ prizes, trivia. Tacos. We're going to have, we're gonna have a Tacos. lot of fun. Um, you know, we're going to talk about investing, but it's going to be a pretty short. Yeah. You know, and I just want to say this. If you like these episodes, share them with a friend. Yeah. Give, give us a little like. Um, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. You know where to find us. And then here's the sports quote of the day. Sports quote of the day. Great teamwork is the only way to create the breakthroughs that define our careers. Pat Riley. Go Cubs. You've been listening to How to Money with Cole and Cole, the podcast of the Central Financial Group, courtesy of Spin Market. To learn more, visit their website at www.centralfinancialgroup.com and follow them on all their social media platforms. For now, I'm Cole. And I'm Cole. And we'll see you on the greens. Four. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC. Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associations Incorporated. Material discussed is meant for general informational purposes only, and it is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Diversification does not insure against loss. Any guarantees discussed refer only to fixed insurance products and are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company.